0: High School Football on Round Guy Radio this year is sponsored by the following sponsors. Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Breaks Facebook page for the best sports cards in Iowa, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Farmer's Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto, Iowa, and the Packwood Locker, soon-to-be Griner's Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, I've got Scotty Melvin, and it's about to be football season, so guess what? It's everybody's favorite show, including mine, Beat the Round Guy, where we preview all the high school uh, action that's going to come up Friday. Scotty, are you excited about getting this in?
1: Yeah, I'm ready to go to a game that actually means something Friday night and get uh, Football Fridays underway.
0: Well, let's just get right to it and let's get start with the round guy game of the week, which you're going to be at.
1: That would be uh, Columbus traveling down to Mediapolis.
0: Yep. Uh, well, uh, tell me what you think of that game.
1: Pretty intriguing matchup. Uh, it's non-district, of course. But it's uh, got some real interest to it because you've got a state-ranked Class A team going up against a highly regarded now 2A Mediapolis Bulldogs who will be at home. You know, on paper, a lot of folks would say that uh, Mediapolis should be the favorite because they're the bigger school, more numbers, things like that. And that that makes a lot of sense. I believe they might be flirting with some top 10 respect themselves early on uh, in the polls and whatnot. But I I don't know what to expect from them with some of the uh, pieces they've got to replace. I expect them to be very good. But Columbus, I know what to expect from them. And they can compete with a lot of 2A teams, I think. So this is kind of a toss-up game. Um, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be hard fought. I think as long as everybody comes out of this one healthy, whether you're on the win or lose side of it, uh, there's nothing but – um positives to gain from this, uh a game like this early in the season for both clubs.
0: Well that's for sure. Uh does Caden Amagon, is he a, a top one hundred high school player in this country or what?
1: Uh top one hundred in the state.
0: Oh in the state? Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. Uh what and now uh uh Drew the killer miller uh who we're used to seeing punting and he's the number one punting recruit in the whole nation uh he is a uh Uh, 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 apparently a spectacular quarterback, according to coach Doherty, he was just, he just couldn't stop raving about how, how great he thought he looked at that scrimmage they had.
1: Well, he's known as a pretty Supreme athlete outside of just his uh, kicking prowess, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what he brings to the table as a quarterback. Um, I, I really got nothing to go on other than the fact that we know, uh, he's, he's a good athlete and now he's got uh, a scrimmage under his belt. Outside of that, I'm I'm as clueless as anyone else will be uh, in the stands there Friday night outside of Mediapolis.
0: Well, we are uh, – uh, uh, have you been to a Mediapolis game before?
1: Oh, I've been to lots of Mediapolis games. It's been a few years. I went to just about every Mediapolis game, uh, played there in town uh, when Jesse Urch was a senior.
0: Well, okay. So, uh, um, we're, we're just calling this a toss up or what?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to pick this one. Um, that's pretty much a push. (laughs) I, I wouldn't, uh, this isn't one I'd put money on. I'd skip it and go to something else. So I feel a little more secure with my investment.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's just a little hard to to predict what's going to happen with teams that we haven't seen. You know, Columbus got a new quarterback. Uh, so does Mediapolis, but it, uh, uh, He was their JV quarterback, but looks like I think it's just a great matchup. But tell me a little bit why you decided to make this the the game that you were going to see first.
1: Well, there's a few others that are just as intriguing, Uh, maybe even higher stakes as far as, you know, a week one game goes, because this one. You know, it's 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 a couple of classes separate these two on top of the fact that it's non-district. Um, it's not like these guys will see each other down the road in the playoffs, whereas there's a few other games going on in week one where these could be previews uh, for later down the line this season. Uh, specifically, I'm talking about some of the eight-player games going on. And, uh, you know, but those are pretty far away, so... This one, I've been wanting to see Minneapolis last couple of seasons. was not able to get over to see them in person. Columbus, I, I did see quite a bit last year, but uh, I want to see as many of their games as I can this season with the crew they bring him back. Um, so it was just kind of a no-brainer for me. This won't be hard for me to get to, and it sh- should shape up to be one heck of a game.
0: Well, it's definitely going to be a, a great game. That's There's no question about it but you could throw a handful of corn and find a great game Friday night. Uh, Well, let's move on to uh, what I've been calling a marquee matchup, or I've been kind of billing this as a a war on Highway 92, uh, and that's the Washington Demons going to play the Oskaloosa Indians. Uh, I I think there's a whole lot of of intrigue in this game. What do you think?
1: Yeah, this is another good uh, week one tune-up for both teams. Um, Again... Not really much to be lost in this game by either either team, provided everybody comes out of it healthy. Uh, just things to gain, uh, things to learn, win or lose. Um, I think it's going to be a, a hard-fought game. I think Washington brings as much starting quality as about anybody around uh, when it comes to their team. The only thing I noticed scrimmage night, and maybe they didn't have everybody dressed or whatever, they looked a little bit lighter numbers-wise than I'm used to seeing And, uh, you know, like I said, I don't know the whole story there, but uh, what they put out on the field was a pretty darn quality product. Oskaloosa, you know, they're they're a school that generally does the same thing. Um, Not too often will you see a bad Oskaloosa football team. Their only uh, struggle this season could be the fact they play in a real tough district. I believe they're still up in 4A, which doesn't make things any easier as well. But uh, as far as just some old-school Southeast Conference teams or Southeast 7, whatever you guys used to call it.
0: Yes, this, it was.
1: This a classic. This is a classic here, and it would be another toss-up game for me. All
0: right. Well, uh, you, you talk about a, a good product there. Uh, uh, Washington Demons are sponsored by uh, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, and that's a good product. And they're also uh, uh, sponsored by Jen uh your neighbor's insurance agent there in Kyoto. Uh, as the Oskaloosa indians are sponsored by home plate sports cards so we'll be mentioning them every time we talk about them well i think that's a, a, a another marquee matchup well here is another matchup that's intriguing uh, uh and i'm liking i'm liking this a lot and that's the wilton beavers brought to you by uh western drug and then uh, uh mid prairie also brought to you by Kyoto transmission and repair and jim fagan your neighbor's insurance agent uh What are
1: you thinking about this matchup? This one, um, you know, these are two rival schools, maybe not in football so much, you know, Wilton being 1A, Mid Prairie being solid 2A, but uh, they play in the same conference in basketball and maybe some other sports too that I don't pay as much attention to. And so they know each other very well. Um, There's not gonna be any surprises here. It's another, uh, you know, like I said, kind of a cross class or whatever matchup. Quite honestly, with Mid Prairie of having graduated some players and uh, having a new football coach, not new to coaching, and certainly not new to success as a coach, um, I, I would say on paper for me, the Wilton Beavers with the experience returning and the fact that they're being picked to win their district—a district that includes West Branch and uh, some other pretty heavy hitters as far as one A football goes—I I would give Wilton probably a slight edge in this one if I were picking. Um, but having said that, I, I don't know enough about Mid-Prairie's team this season until we actually see some results from a Friday night game to, to give any kind of an educated guess here. And it, it could go the other way too. But I've got a lot of high hopes for Wilton Beavers this year, um, maybe even running the table in the regular season. And uh, that would start Friday night in Wellman, which won't be easy. But uh, I think Wilton can get that done.
0: But boy, I tell you what, it's going to be a, a great game to watch. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, we got a, uh, a, a new team that has a sponsor, uh, that we haven't uh, been talking about a whole lot yet this year, but, uh, the farmers co-op and vision ag of Kyoto is sponsoring the Highland Huskies and, and they're playing North Cedar. Uh, I think they might have a good chance to get their season off with a win there. What do you think?
1: Yeah. These, these two teams were in the same district uh, last couple of seasons and kind of both towards the bottom. Um, I don't know a lot about North Cedar their ways up there. Uh, I know they've got a, a real nice facility to play at and all that stuff. They, it seems like a, a school that uh, kids would want to come out and play for. But, I, you know, they haven't had uh, much success football-wise recently. But I do think they've had a step up or a leg up on Highland these last couple of years. But, you know, I've been saying Highland's ready to take a step forward this season. And I truly believe that. I give Highland every chance in the world to get off to an undefeated start here, at least after week one.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, the Iowa Valley Tigers are uh, were flying high last year. They got a new coach. They're going to be playing Lone Tree. You got any thoughts on this one?
1: Uh, both teams I don't know a ton about. Lone Tree returns some really good talent. Uh, I believe uh, Bockelman is the last name of the young man who puts up quite a few stats, uh, some, real, some real nice eye-popping stats there on offense. And uh, he's picked right back up where he left off, they played a week zero game. They had to travel all the way to Joliet, Illinois, uh, to do it a week ago. And they came out of there with a huge blowout win. I don't know the caliber of opponent they played over there. It wasn't a a school I recognized, and I know Illinois pretty well. And 8-Man's kind of just getting some footing over there. But uh, I was still impressed by the the long road trip and the way the, the Lions won that game. Having said that, the Tigers, uh, as I said before, they've had some continuity in their program, even though Coach Bolin has, has uh, moved on to Mount Pleasant. Um, they do have to replace Evan Kearney, and we know what he did the last few seasons for him as far as throwing the ball. Um, this, is, this is an intriguing matchup. I think uh, this one's kind of a toss-up too, although Lone Tree's got a, a game in the books. They've got a slight advantage there. won't shock me to see the Lions get off to a 2-0 start here.
0: All right. Well, here's a game that you're going to be keeping an eye on, I'm sure. As the Winfield Mount Union Wolves travel to Central City, they're doing a lot of traveling as the season starts, but this is a state qualifier from last year. Uh, This is a big matchup.
1: Yeah, this is one of those I was talking about, but as as, uh, big of a game it is that I get to go watch, and Jeff will be at, too, down there at uh, Mediapolis. I think as far as uh, importance goes, this one here is one that is going to give us a lot of insight. Granted, if these two were to meet again in the playoffs, you know, whatever happens in week one means nothing, you know, eight, nine, ten weeks from now. But it's nice to get these little, uh, these little insights from a game like this right off the bat. Uh, Central City's at home. They bring back a ton from a really good playoff team last year that kind of got overwhelmed down here in Wayland. But they've got high hopes of their own. They're actually ranked ahead of Winfield Mount Union in the polls. Not that that means squat. Uh, But you won't see me pick against Winfield Mount Union this season. Um, They will be my favorite every Friday night. that They go into their schedule until somebody steps up and and proves me wrong. I'm going to go with the Wolves in this one. Uh, It's going to be a battle, I think. But I just think that Winfield Mount Union is loaded with talent. They've got more bodies than they did a year ago. They've got more experience. They had some breaks that did not go their way a few times last year. That tends to kind of have an ebb and flow. And I think this season, those breaks will go their way. And I think it'll turn into a, a really special season for them. And I think it starts Friday night up at Central City.
0: Well, here's another uh, uh, interesting matchup as the sigourney Kyoto Cobras travel to a PCM uh, and play Muscatine or play the musk the mustangs uh, of bcm Yes, bcm uh, prairie city monroe
1: they are kind of near the des moines area you'll pass by their uh their exit if you're headed that way uh depending on what route you go i've actually gone through that community or both those communities a couple of times by accident when i got off on wrong exits and whatnot (laughs) kind of reminds you of of sigourney Kyoto. there's a you know, multiple schools make up the, uh, the the team there. They've got a lot of history of success. Um, they, they seem to me to be state-ranked a lot of years in football. Now, I cannot remember. I think they're one that bounces between 1A and 2A, and I can't remember where they're at this year classification-wise. Not that it matters. But I don't recall seeing them ranked. Um, so it makes me wonder if the pollsters know some things I don't in this case. Um that's always uh <laughs> that's always you know, room for argument on that. But uh is well thought of and for good reason. They brought back a lot of talent this year and uh they went pretty deep last year in the playoffs. So they're they're expected to make a big run uh this season and I think that they will start out with a big win Friday night against PCM.
0: So, well, I wanna mention that uh uh Uh, uh, Sigourney Kyoto, the SK Cobras are going to be sponsored by Homeplate Sports Cards, by Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, by uh, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Richland, by uh, uh, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, by the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner's Meats and Groceries, by Kyoto Transmission, and Repair, and by Jim Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. Uh, uh, we're, and, and we're going to be doing the JV games for them. So uh, uh, we're, we're going to really get involved with Sigourney Kyoto as they have a lot of sponsors. As does this uh, uh, next school I'm going to mention, and that is the Pekin Panthers. who They also have Henshaw Trailer Sales and Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag and the Packwood Locker and Richardson tech solutions are also helping support them. So we're going to get some JV games for them too, but they are rolling over to a, uh, agency or Eldon area for the, uh, Cardinal comments, uh, opening night. That's kind of a long-standing tradition of Beacon and Cardinal opening things up, but, uh, uh, two teams looking to get off to a start this year. What do you think?
1: Well, Cardinal had, uh, Long been kind of a doormat, considering this is uh, supposedly a rivalry. Um, for many years, Beacon dominated this this matchup in football. And then a couple, what, a couple, three years ago, Cardinal got a win or two in the series, finally. Got over the hump and had a couple of real special teams. A lot of those kids had come and gone, of course, to graduation. They struggled last year. Uh, for me, you've you heard what I think of Pecon. I think uh, Coach Weber in his third season is ready to take some some big strides with this program. Um, of course, breaking in some new players, too, and lost some good talent from last year. I've got Pekin in this one, if I'm picking. Um, I'm not a believer in Cardinal just yet. I think they're back to a, kind of a rebuild mode. And I don't think they're quite up to the, the standard uh, that Pekin's at right now. But uh, it's an interesting matchup. It's a rivalry game, and so we'll see what happens Friday. Well,
0: Cardinal did have a lot of young players play a season last year. So they got some experience that way. So I do think that we're going to see a little bit of a step forward from Cardinal, but I, I really think that the team that wins this game is off to a flying start.
1: Yeah. And I think it'll be competitive. I don't think we're going to see anybody uh, blow anybody out here. I could be wrong, but I, I think this will be a, a four quarter game.
0: Well, we've got the West Burlington Falcons heading over to the Wapello Indians. Uh, just got done talking to the Wapello coach, uh, He's kind of got me all fired up. Uh, he says that this West Burlington team has a lot of talent. Uh, what, do you, uh, uh, what do you know about this game?
1: Well, let me tell you what I do know about West Burlington. It's not much. Um, I like what I've seen from Coach Joe Bowman these last uh, – I believe this will be his third year. And you know how I feel about a third year for a coach that's trying to instill his, uh, his uh, uh, program and what uh, you know how how it's going to be run and all that kind of stuff and uh, he dealt with some pretty some pretty big uh, adversity those first couple of seasons and you know what last year they they really did pretty well considering the numbers they you know issues and injuries that they dealt with all that stuff trying to turn the attitudes around things like that um and they're back down into 2A which seems more to me uh more more correct Uh, They never belonged in 3A, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, Wapolo, we talked about them the other day. Now, you've talked to their coach, and I haven't gotten a chance to listen to that interview yet. Um, They lost some big-time production, but uh, they've got a little bit coming back, and they've got uh, Mr. Land's playing this year, and I'm real interested to see what kind of role he'll play and how much he'll help this team and, you know, what other pieces they've got. But what I like about West Burlington – besides the fact that Coach Bowman is just slowly building what I think is going to be a, a nice program there. They've got numbers, man. If you scan their uh, their roster, they've got numbers, and they've got some size. There are some things that stood out to me that way. And, of course, that's just seeing some, some, some stats on a piece of paper. Um, and that's very little data to go on. But then they had this scrimmage against Burlington a week ago, and I read nothing but rave reviews about how West Burlington – Competed with Burlington, who I think is a very good quality 4A school, as far as football goes uh, this year. Uh, they may struggle in their district again. It's it's that you know it's going to be that way for some of our Southeast Iowa teams and the bigger ones. But you know West Burlington competed well with them, and uh, I think that bodes well for the Falcons going into this fall. And I've got kind of a sneaky suspicion that they're going to make a little noise. And so if I was going to pick a winner in this game, then being the bigger school, having the more numbers. And what I heard about them uh, from the scrimmage report there last week, I, I would give the Falcons the edge in this one.
0: All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get a good look at Wapolo and see what they're all about. Uh, yeah, uh, West Burlington, they're pretty good at, at most everything, so it uh, wouldn't surprise me if they come up there and, and perform well. Well, uh, the Packwood Locker, soon-to-be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, presents the Fairfield Trojans. We're gonna gas up the bus and take the short trip to Mount Pleasant for one of the most heated rivalries uh, uh that goes back decades and decades and decades uh uh over a hundred years of this particular series uh always a, a, a one to keep your eye on
1: yeah this is uh, about as classic a rivalry as it gets and fairfield's going to be playing the role of non-district opponent uh this season so. In that sense, this game doesn't mean a ton. You know, it's, the loser's not, not going to have a, a wrecked season by any means or whatever. Um, and I don't have a lot to go on for either team. Mount Pleasant's breaking in a new coach. I've heard their numbers are, uh, are low as far as, uh, you know, the fact that they're the biggest 3A school in their field. Fairfield, sounds like they've got some talent and some size. Um, I don't know. I, uh, here's one that I think if I was making a pick, I would probably give the Trojans the edge in this one, just based off of the little bit I know about both teams. I think uh, Coach Boland's going to get these Panthers going in the right direction, but it could be a a situation where it doesn't show up in the win column this first year.
0: Well, uh, he could do a lot for that Mount Pleasant Panthers program to come out with the win uh, on opening night. Uh, I think he'll open up the offense, and uh, I think he'll figure out what's... uh, what they need to do, and uh, uh, if they don't get a win here, they'll get one pretty soon, I think. Well, uh, let's talk about uh, uh, last year's finale. Uh, 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 last year's last scoop of ice cream is this year's first scoop of ice cream, and that is uh, the Fort Madison Bloodhounds going to take on the Greyhounds of Burlington down there in Burlington to open things up this year. That, how about that game?
1: That's a really... uh. Intriguing first um, Friday matchup there. You know, they're rivals. They're on the highway, <laughs> just a few miles apart from each other there on 61. Um, gosh, they've had two classics these last two years, uh, for sure. And I'm sure there's plenty more in their history. But those two um, most recent games were just down to the wire, nail biters, uh, fantastic finishes. And I have a feeling it's going to go that way again. Both of these teams are getting some respect in their uh, in their classes. Um, as far as Burlington goes, I know they've got they've got some good firepower coming back, some really stellar offensive players that will contribute on defense as well. Um, I feel like Coach Kreckle's got them moving in the right direction, and they play a style on offense that keeps them in games that maybe otherwise. Uh, Maybe they shouldn't be in sometimes against some of these monstrosity programs that they have to go up against in 4A, but that won't be the case Friday night. It will be uh, somebody more on their level. And uh, those Fort Madison bloodhounds, I'm telling you, I think they're going to sneak up on some people. I think everybody's handing their district to Mount Vernon and Assumption. I think Fort Madison is going to have something to say about that. And there's some pollsters that agree with me, because if you looked in that Cedar Rapids Gazette poll, uh, the the uh, preseason poll, whatever you want to call it, there's folks picking assumption to finish ahead of them in the district yet got Mount, uh, I'm sorry, got Fort Madison with uh, more votes as far as the top 10 goes. Uh, They're just sitting outside the top 10 with the most votes this week in that poll. So you could call them the 11th ranked team in the state just ahead of assumption. So somebody agrees with me and thinks that they, they're bringing a lot to the table um, in three, a, Something's got to give Friday night. Uh, this is another one where I I don't know that I'd want to I'd want to make a pick because it's too close to call.
0: Well, uh, it, it's a, a coin flip when those two teams get together, but it's about as good a high school football as you're gonna see. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of excitement uh, at that game. But we are going to turn the calendar over to Saturday as uh, Eichelberger Farms Waco Warriors is going to go to Des Moines. And take on Newell Fonda. What what's the story on that game?
1: They'll be playing Fremont Mills. Well,
0: Fremont Mills. Uh, well, uh, um,
1: um, I, I, but well,
0: you know, but they yeah. like Fonda. They're they're
1: a very good program from out west. Yeah, way out, out west. west. I don't know a ton about them, but they are ranked seventh in the first poll. Uh, that tells me that those who who know and vote, um, if they're well informed, this is probably a team that brings back some. Some good talent off of a team that, you know, made a, a run last year. Um, obviously, they didn't go as deep as Waco. And where Waco's getting undersold is the fact that they graduated so much talent and so much of their production. The problem is, if you're not down here where I'm at, you don't know what's, what's coming. And this is a team that's got a lot of size and a lot of athleticism. I'm not saying there's a, a, an all-world guy on the team like a Simeon Reichenbach necessarily but there are guys that can pick up his slack as a committee. Um, I think in some ways they're going to be more diverse. I think they're going to be faster, bigger and stronger than they were a year ago, which is scary. And, uh, I think they are maybe the one team around that can give Winfield Mount union a run for their money. And, uh, we'll find out in week three, but this, this Saturday night game is real intriguing. Everybody gets to go to Des Moines play at Valley stadium on the turf. Um, it's, it's going to be quite a battle. I think, um, Again, a hard one to pick. I'm going to be a homer, of course, and I'm going to go with the Warriors. I don't think they will have um, – and I wouldn't say they had an easy time last year against Southeast Warren in, in week zero. I think they they kind of snowballed on on uh, the Warhawks there and made it made that score look a little worse than the game actually was. I don't see that happening this weekend against Fremont Mills, but I am not going to be shocked one bit if the Warriors don't uh, win this game and then and crack – into that top 10 a little further further up than the 10 spot that i've seen him in so far
0: well i heard uh this whole game was scheduled on saturday because you were going uh to Minneapolis on friday and they wanted to uh, make well, sure like that you could be there
1: um, <laughs> and you know what saturday's a ways off yet and i'm, I'm not a hundred percent i can get to des moines i'm i'm pretty sure i'm i'm 80 sure but uh between kids and stuff like that that i've got going on as we're getting ready to start school uh you know we'll see what happens but uh, either way the, the nice thing about a waco game is if you can't get there they've got the best stream around and uh mr janicek and whoever's helping him will will call the game and have great video feed um so one way or another another i'm watching this game i just hope it's in person
0: where uh uh where's it at downing high school or
1: it's at west des moines valley high school valley
0: high school okay yeah. so uh Probably. Well, Scott, is there that? That's uh, uh, enough. I, we don't get to, we didn't get to every single game, but uh, uh, that was a good uh, twenty-seven minutes. So you talking pretty much about football the whole time? Well, uh, uh, is there anything that that we're missing that we that you wanted to talk about? For week one, I don't think so. There's a, there's a lot
1: of uh, yeah. This, this fall's been a little different, but I mean, I've had less time to dig into things for one. Um, it's busy for me getting back to school here, but on top of that, when they realign the districts like this, everything that I knew a year ago so much changes with uh, the out of the area teams, you know, that are in these districts. Our our boys are playing that it makes it really hard to, to gauge what uh, what I'm, what might be in store on a given night. At least until we get a few weeks in here, so it's hard for me to make picks. It's hard for me to really give any kind of an educated guess on what I might see on a Friday night. But you know what? That makes it really fun, too. So we'll see what happens Friday night. We'll get a real good idea where some teams are headed. But as Sigourney Kyoto proved last year, you can be a 0-2 and rattle off a quarterfinal run. <laughs> so, you know, don't put a lot of stock into these first games.
0: Well, we have been listening to a program called Beat the Round Guy, which uh, has completely built this network. And uh, I am very proud to say that after... Three extremely strong days. We are knocking on the door of 50,000 downloads. I thought if we ha- we were on pace and things would do the way I thought it would be, we'd be to 50,000 by Friday. And I just about guarantee you we will. Uh, it's quite an accomplishment, ain't it, Scotty?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. And, and you know, it just goes to show there's a hunger out there for even a small area like this for information. And the coaches have been gracious to sit with you and give uh, a lot of especially preseason interviews because you know they're learning stuff too and they don't have answers to a lot of the questions yet um but it's been great and uh, i got a few more to listen to you uh of, of yours today yet and uh you know probably uh once i do that i might change some of my picks here but um you know it's all in fun good luck to everybody friday night
0: we're cranking them out like a mama and a and a papa rabbit cranks out little babies so Well, this has been Beat the Round, Guy. Thanks for being with us, Scotty. Yep, anytime.